Okay, we're back in Mark chapter 1 this uh, morning. Uh, the title is Stranger Danger. Well, uh, the phrase Stranger Danger, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. Uh, I remember it's a phrase that when I was a child going to school, I heard it so many times. I heard teachers, parents warning kids to be wary of adults and strangers in order to avoid, you know, uh, snatchings, kidnappings, um, and assaults. So the phrase stranger, danger, even today this phrase uh, has widespread usage. It's such a warning tends to stick to us. There is a whole database of evidence to avoid strangers. Because strangers, we don't know who they are, what their motives and their intentions are. Are they criminals? Are they thieves? Are they a danger to us and our families? About 10 years ago in Brazil, I was at a park playing basketball with one of my cousins. And while we were playing, a stranger uh, on his bike came into the basketball court um, and started talking to us. And this guy was very friendly. We talked. He played a bit of basketball with us. My cousin and I thought, great, uh, someone else to play basketball uh, with us. But then before we knew it, things took a bad turn. The stranger, he got out a gun, and he asked me and my cousin, what do you think of this? you want to have a go with it? So me and my cousin, knowing better, we thought we'd better stay away and say no. So we said, no, it's okay. Then from being a friendly guy, he suddenly turned very scary. And holding the gun and threatening my cousin and I, he told my cousin um, to remove his trainers and his socks and to give it to him because he liked the look of my cousin's trainers. And he took this, the shoes and warning us not to move, not to run after him, not to tell anyone. He then rode away. But I learned that strangers truly can be dangerous. You don't know their motives, what they're there for. They can be the nicest guy. And in the reading this morning, we, we see Jesus call Simon, Andrew, James, and John to follow him. Now Jesus saw them, and without delay, he said to them, come, follow me. But I wonder, was, was Jesus a stranger to them? If so, why were they so quick to let go of everything? And follow Jesus. Were they never taught the phrase, stranger danger? I once talked to a man whilst waiting at a bus stop. And with an opportunity, I began to share about Jesus. And in speaking about the need to follow Jesus, the man said to me, only fools follow Jesus. I'll never follow someone I don't know and trust. Now, is following Jesus like following a stranger? Is believing in Jesus blind faith? Where you don't know who is leading you or where he is leading you to? If you pick up a, a good book to read or an interesting story to listen to or an exciting film to, to watch, the main character always seems to have something mysterious about them. And the audience, the reader, the listener, the, the 
watcher, he, they always left asking questions whether to trust the main character or not. And that usually draws us to want to know more about the book and to watch more or hear the story more. But is this how the Bible portrays Jesus, mysterious, a stranger? I think the answer is no. Jesus is never a mysterious character and never a stranger to those who follow him. The Bible is always clear about who Jesus is. From Genesis all the way through to the book of Revelation, the Bible holds nothing back about who Jesus is. From Genesis we see he will crush the serpent's head. He will bless all nations. God the Father is always clear about who his son Jesus is. We read earlier in Mark chapter 1 where it says, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God the Holy Spirit is always clear about who Jesus is. In the same chapter, the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus like a dove and he was baptized. And also Jesus himself is always clear about who he is. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the good shepherd. I am the gate. I am the resurrection. Before Abraham was, I am. I and the Father are one. I have come to do my Father's will. Without me, you can do nothing. Has anyone ever been presented as clearly as Jesus is? A priest, a prophet, a king? Or has anyone ever been clearer and more open about themselves as Jesus is? I'm sure that every one of you in this room have something about yourselves you prefer to remain hidden and in secret. And I'd be alive if I said, you know everything about me. I'd be alive if, you, if I said, you know all my past, you know all my thoughts, and that there is nothing hidden about me. But Jesus is not a mysterious character, which we can be unsure of, nor is he a stranger. None of us here and no one outside these walls have any reason not to know who Jesus is. Then we come to the question then, so why do many people reject him? And why do many people treat him as a stranger? Why are we so slow to leave everything and follow him as our Lord and King? Why are some of you this morning still saying no to Jesus? It's not because Jesus can't be known. He's very clear, he's made very clear, he's revealed. I think the answer is because of sin. My sin, your sin, it sets an obstacle, obstructing our view to knowing Jesus. Take selfishness and pride. The I am number one. The I am number one self-idolatry in us. It blurs out anyone who makes us out to be smaller than how big we think we are. That means we blur out Jesus, who is 
true number one. How about self-sufficiency and unbelief? The I can do it, my self-arrogance in us. That leads us to reject anyone who has done all the work instead of us. Well, that means rejecting Jesus who has done all the work necessary for our salvation. What about self-righteousness and hypocrisy? The I am a good person lies in us. Denying anyone who shows us up as filthy rags. Well, that means denying Jesus who is good. I ask, what, what is your attitude towards Jesus' sacrifice on the cross? Is it apathy? Because as far as you're concerned, it was just a stranger called Jesus who hung on the cross? Or is it godly sorrow? Because you know it was your sin that put him there. The Son of God on the cross. What is your attitude towards the cross? Is there any danger in following Jesus? Well, I, I know of none. But I know that Jesus took my sin upon himself and he saved me. And I know that I need him more than anything or anyone. Because he is Jesus. The only begotten Son of God. He is Emmanuel. God with us. He is the wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. He is Lord and Savior. As you all know, I was in India earlier this year. And there was a boy who could hardly speak. He could hardly read. He was abandoned by his family. But when he heard the name of Jesus, his face would light up. And I asked him once, why Jesus? Why do you choose Jesus? In the few words he could speak, he said to me, by, that means brother, by, Jesus saved me. That's all he could say. That's all he wanted to say, why he chose Jesus. Brother, Jesus saved me. Now when I heard those few words, I was so moved. And that is it. Jesus is not a stranger. He is the Savior. If you look at the other Gospels in the Bible, and it tells us that Simon, Andrew, James, and John, they saw that Jesus was out of this world, sent from heaven. Because before this happened, Jesus, um, asked si Simon was out fishing with his brothers. There was no fish, and he told them to cast the net on the other side, and they got a load of fish. They saw there was something special in Jesus. They knew him. And Andrew, he had heard Jesus preach before, and he went up to Jesus and asked Jesus if he, he could stay with them, with him. So that's why they quickly left everything and followed him. Jesus was not a stranger. So stranger, danger. 
The thing is, it's not stranger danger when it comes to knowing and following Jesus. The only danger is not knowing, is not following Jesus. This, not following Jesus, this is what leads to death and destruction. Now I go around and I ask people what they know about Jesus. They say he was a good teacher, he cared for people, and I tell you, he's so much more than that. No, he, yes, he teaches, he cares, he performs wondrous miracles. We heard in the children's story how he healed people. Even more, he heals their soul, their lives. Jesus is the author of everything. No, God, Jesus did not come as a stranger. He offered himself as a servant so that we can truly know him. Now Jesus says, come, follow me. Come and I will give you rest. Jesus says, come, repent, turn from sin and believe in me. In other words, Jesus is saying, come just as you are, for I was made sin for you, so that my righteousness can be counted as yours. I think that is wonderful. And this Jesus, oh, I will follow him. Jesus is not a stranger. He is the Savior. He is the only Savior, the only one that can save, the only one that can bring us to God, bring us to heaven. The only one that, that can reconcile us with God and make peace between us and God. This is Jesus. For anyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. So the question is, do you know Jesus? Follow him. He doesn't need to be a stranger. Amen.